What is up, you sick and twisted mofos? I'm Rogue Goose One. It's a gaming show, and we will be talking about Skull and Bones for the most part today. So, if that is of interest to you, stick around. I am just mildly caffeinated, and I'm trying to get to levels of insanely caffeinated. So, stick around after this intro. We'll get to talking about it. And we are back. I'm Rogue Goose One once again, working on that insanely caffeinated adventure that I am currently on. It is early in the morning here. We're going to be talking about Skull and Bones. I've got my Golden Girl shirt on for my podcast listeners. Maybe you don't know that, but you know that now because I just asked, told you, talking about Skull and Bones and the fact that you cannot leave your ship is leaving plenty of prospective pirates at bay. Because people are absolutely disgusted that you cannot leave your ship. And other people are welcoming the idea. Skull and Bones has been on the hype train for quite a while now. It, it was officially teased back at E3 in 2018. It is now 2022. Since then, it has appealed to a variety of players. However, we are now learning... To be absolutely fair, this has been out for quite some time that we knew that you would be unable to leave your ship. But people are now learning that the game will not allow you to leave your ship in almost all situations. There's only about two situations you will ever leave your ship, and that is within the free ports. That is a sad, simple fact for some. So what are we talking about? I'm Rogue Goose One. We're talking about Skull and Bones. We'll get to some other games a little bit later on. But as of right now, we're talking about the ship's boarding and deboarding procedures in the safe zone will require a small cutscene. Don't hate me, I didn't make the game. However, really not that bad of an idea. You will have a boarding and deboarding procedure with a cutscene when you are in such free port safe zones whatever you want to call them there will be no player driven raid parties ashore i am reading from my own blog and hopefully i spelled ashore correctly i don't know why it's looking just insanely critical right now the player cannot personally be involved with any land raiding. So, get used to that idea. You will not be doing any land raiding. The player cannot personally be involved in any land raiding, ship-to-ship raiding, nor off-ship looting. Resource collection, looting, and crafting will be done on board your vessel. There are many vessels to go ahead and choose from. We got a little bit of a sneak peek at some. We're still missing the Corvette and the, what is the other one? 
me find my must find me notes the corvette it's the two large ships we're just assuming that they are indeed large ships at this time we call it a cutlass now i do have quite a bit of material out about the game and that is Something I am working on. I've put out a ton of ton of skull and bones content to include information about ships. I've done weapons and a variety of other things. Let's pull up my ship list here. You've got the two large ships I'm on about. The cutter. I kept thinking it was called the cutlass for a second. It's called the cutter. You got the cutter and the corvette. We are assuming are of large size, and we can make a guess that one will be a firepower ship and one will be a cargo ship, but we do not know for sure. We do have all 12 ship names available, but these are those that you will not be leaving until you get your ass out of the free port. Or into the free port, I should say. That is when your cutscene will start and you will get off the ship. Then be able to walk around the free port and harass other players. Anyway, so I do understand that this will be off-putting for some. A lot of people uh, seem to have believed we were getting a Sea of Thieves clone with better graphics. However, that has never been the case. For Ubisoft's upcoming Skull and Bones game, we are not getting a Sea of Thieves clone, and I am happy for that, personally. So what are we getting? We're getting an excellent pirate simulation, an amazing strategy-focused combat game, and we are also getting a perilous paradise of Skull and Bones. Get to overcome the odds and rise from an outcast to an infamous pirate. Stolen Bones will be available on November 8th on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series XS, Stadia, and on PC via the Epic Games Store or Ubisoft Connect. Personally, I think you all should download Ubisoft Connect. There are a ton of great Maybe some of the great, great games of our time are available on Ubisoft Connect. Let's just go ahead and take a look at them right quick. If I can spell Ubisoft correctly. Like this, we'll get rid of that. Click, click. Yeah. Yeah, Roller Champions just came out recently. It's actually very fun. It's like a roller derby a thon, you got Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, you've got Rainbow Six Extraction, The Division Resurgence, Riders Republic, Skull and Bones, Far Cry 6, Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora, which looks excellent, by the way, Rainbow Six Siege, and a bunch of other games. Hey, look at this, Avatars. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora looks incredible. We might have to get into that after we finished talking about our Skull and Bones content here. So, what are we losing by not having players able to board other ships? Well, 
we are in fact losing a ton of trolls. So look forward to not having trolls as often. Now Sea of Thieves and other games like Atlas have a ton of crazy uncompatible trolls whose only goal is to upset your gameplay experience. Do not have that as much here in Sea of Thieves. The game will be an amazing pirate simulation strategy focused game. I am very much looking forward to it. A, I do believe that a hands-on rating game could indeed be cool. However, we already have that in other games such as Sea of Thieves and Atlas. If you guys don't know about Atlas, it is a very fun game for which prospective pirates could have a blast. Much more raiding focused, a much more trolling focused type of a game indeed. Still working on my caffeine focus this morning and that is really all I have discussed in my latest WordPress blog post is in reference to people being upset about leaving their ship now let me look at social media what other people are saying Let's head on over to Twitter Record-breaking heat waves. That's what I want to know about. Skull and bones. Okay. So let's get on in the comments, see what people are saying. Can you explore islands or not? No, you cannot. Cannot even... You can't fight with your crew or enter other ships. You're just watching a loading bar while you stay on the ship. So, that is what some people are saying. I will continue. Here we go. Making some comments of my own. Little bit of Twitter trolling here this morning. Never, never heard anybody. Did get one new follower on Twitter. Twitter is something I've been trying to build up in recent history. Got one additional follower at RogueGoose1 if you would like to follow me there on Twitter. I'm also trying to build up the YouTube. We got five new followers last night. While I slept, we played a little bit of Skate 3, and I talked a little bit about Skull and Bones on that episode as well. 1.3 thousand viewers on my short. Super appreciate that. And, man, I just really wish 
the official Skull and Bones website would give us more information. Head on over to SkullandBones.com. Something tells me. There we go. We haven't got much information since July 11th when the dev blog uploaded a loadout customization article on Ubisoft.com slash game slash skull and bones using your ship. We got to look at the variety of different ships to include the Dow. That's going to be the starter ship to hunter gatherer. It will be available to go into the river, the coastal region, and the ocean. The Dow is the beginner ship that the player receives upon entering the game. The ship not intended for combat. However, one may need to defend themselves. Spears and other hand weapons may need to be crafted early. You got the Hulk. Hulk is a small cargo ship. You got the Sloop, which is a small firepower ship. You got the Badar, a small navigation ship. The Padawakang, a medium cargo ship with five furniture slots. Can only go in the ocean and has improved cargo capacity, sails, and fire resistance. You also got the Snow, medium cargo ocean ship with five furniture slots. You got the Brig, medium firepower ship with three furniture slots. You got the Sambuk. Personally, the Padawakang seems like a great, great ship to have within your fleet. It's got improved cargo capacity with the sails and fire resistance. Do have the sloop, which has an increased broadside weapon damage, which is very much worth looking at. It is a small ship, which is great, great news for the river and coastal areas. The brig is a medium firepower ship, which will have to be included in just about any fleet available. It's really going to come down to the brig and the sambuk. These are both medium firepower ocean ships. With three furniture slots, the brig has improved defenses on anchor and improved damage on anchor, while the Sambuk has improved fire efficiency and more damage to burning ships. So with just that information, the Sambuk might be better. We'll have to look at their speed and other stuff, which I can do. I do have that ability. Both of their top speeds are pretty minimal, as you would say. Go back. I have some saved information with regard to this exact topic. Let me open that in my video player. Bring it on up. Because we'll be trying to decide between the Sambuk and the Brig. The Brig is a medium firepower ship with improved defenses on anchor, improved damage on anchor, only available in the ocean, and it has, okay, I'm looking at the stats here. Now let's go over to the Sambuk. The stats honestly look 
identical. And I can't tell which one is more bulky than the other. They look very tied. So it might come down to personal preference. Might actually come down to personal preference. Brig does look a lot like the Brigantine. They are very similar, except for the Brigantine is a medium navigation vessel with four furniture slots. It has improved repair kit duration, improved repair weapons. It's also much faster than the Brig. So it could have its place for solo players versus combat. I just don't know how these navigation ships are going to handle combat. They're really not designed for any type of combat. They're really tr designed for speed and exploration. But hopefully they can hold up their own quite well at least to get them out of a situation. That would be ideal for the navigation ships. You do have quite a few as far as small navigation, you've got the Badar. And medium, you have the Brigantine. And then we don't know if... So far, we don't know which category the large ships fall under. But it does not appear like either of them will be navigation focused. You know, I'm also, I'm also thinking about keeping the podcast going for when the game launches. That way, prospective pirates will be able to hear some pirate talk. I'm not going to be doing no art or memeides or nothing like that. But just talking about the game in general while playing, while others are playing. That way, they can have something to... Enjoy while they're out reading or etc. Alright, I want to get back over to this. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Avatar Frontier of Pandora is a first-person action-adventure game developed by Massive Entertainment, a Ubisoft studio in collaboration with Lightstorm Entertainment and Disney built using the latest iteration of the Snowdrop engine and developed exclusively for the new generation of console and PC, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora brings to life the alluring world of Pandora with all of its beauty and danger and an immersive open-world experience. In this new standalone story, play as Navi and embark on a journey across the western frontier, a never-before-seen part of Pandora, Exploring a living and reactive world inhabited by unique characters, 
unique creatures rather and new characters and push back the formidable RDA forces that threaten it. Honestly looks really cool. Almost looks too cool to be honest with you. It almost actually looks too cool. We're looking at some of the screenshots right now, looking at uh, a little bit of a video, but I don't have the sound on, so I don't really know what it's saying. Looks quite, quite good. And looks like another slam dunk for Ubisoft. Let's see. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. You got Tom Clancy's. The Division Resurgence, which is coming to mobile games. You got Riders Republic, which is available across multiple platforms to include Luna. Rainbow Six Siege. Rainbow Six Mobile. You got The Settlers. What is The Settlers? I'm also interested in this. Oddballers, but we'll look at The Settlers first. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I am currently watching a video of the settlers with the sound off. Looks like one of these uh, phone games that is. Looks like you got a little settlement and you're trying to build it up. To be as classic as possible, it doesn't look like you get to control much in this one either, which is now becoming a trend for Ubisoft. Look at this oddballers. Oddballers looks like a new type of hard-hitting dodgeball. Dodge, block, and grab whatever you can throw at the face of your frenemies and use the environment to crush opponents with electrical fences, explosive gas tanks, or tennis ball launchers. This game is dodgeball turned up to 11. Embrace the absurd, challenge your friends, tailor your game and character, switch up your playing field, and have an absolute blast. Looks looks fun. It's just a little simple, little top-down game. Looks very cool. Ubisoft is also coming out with Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Available on October 20th for the Nintendo Switch. Looks very cool. Collect and protect the surprising and powerful sparks to unleash destruction on new and familiar adversaries. Use their special abilities and powers in a battle to gain the upper hand in combat. There are dozens of sparks to locate and save with a distinct personality. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I don't know. Ubisoft is coming out with a lot of games lately. I'm not uh, married to any one particular development group or publisher brand. But they're totally coming out with some stuff. I was a hater of... Uh, what's it called? They're asking... 
Far Cry 5. That's what I'm on about. Far Cry 5 for me was a terrible situation. I heard it got better. Haven't tried it since. Do not intend to either. But they are coming out with some pretty good games. We got the Assassin's Creed. We got Immortals Phoenix Rising, which I've never played, but it does look pretty good. I might have to give it a shot one of these days. Hades Shadowmaster character path. Very cool. Yeah, anyway, I don't know what other developer is doing it right now. Let's see. I mean, of course, Activision. Modern Bear 2 is coming out. This year, of course, Call of Duty comes out with a new game every single year. The last uh, Modern Warfare 2 we got was in 2009. And now we're getting a very new version. We also got the new Skate coming out, which I have been playing on YouTube. Not the new one, no, but I've been playing Skate 3. Trying to get ready for the new Skate to come out. It's going to be called Just Skate. Just the word, just one word, Skate. It's going to be free to play littered with microtransactions and we are ready for it okay back to skull and bones here we're going to be looking at some information on my website's roadcorp.online can also be found at roguecorponline.wordpress.com. Golden Bones. We've got some frequently asked questions here. Um, let's talk about it. Not always easy to find the exact details for an upcoming game release that you are looking for. This is largely because those creating the questions do not even play the damn ass game. That is where I come in. I ask the questions. And here are those questions. Will Skull and Bones be cross-play? Not only will Skull and Bones be cross-play, but it will feature complete cross-compatibility to include cross-play, cross-save, cross-progression. This means that your progress will be ported over through your Ubisoft account. So... If you play on Xbox and PC, just make sure you link your Ubisoft account to both platforms. Is Skull and Bones like Sea of Thieves? Yes and no. There are some similarities in the two games, in that they are both pirate games with an emphasis on naval combat. However, they are very different games. Why? The main reason is that you should not get your hopes up about Skull and Bones being a Sea of Thieves clone with better graphics is because you do not do the looting and plundering yourself. You are the captain. You will be very rarely leaving the ship. Cutscenes will board you on and deboard you off the ship from the safe zone harbor so you will then spend the rest of your time Navigating, making decisions, and performing other captain duties. 
Are there competitive modes in Skull and Bones? There are. There are 5v5 competitive modes and will be very sweet when the game releases on November 8th, 2022. If anyone is also curious about Skull and Bones ESRB rating, if this is something you want to get your kids, etc., its ESRB rating is mature, 17 plus for blood, strong language, suggestive themes, use of drugs, and violence. You can pre-order Skull and Bones up until November 8th, 2023, 2022 rather. What do you get from pre-ordering Skull and Bones? You get the Coronation Firework and the Captain Outfit called the Notoriety Garb. Super exciting. Cannot wait to get my hands on that. When I pre-order it, either on Xbox and PC, I am still deciding. Have not quite gotten. Uh, have not quite decided which one I'm going to go ahead and pre-order it on. We're coming on up to our 30-minute mark, so I'll be getting out of here. We've been talking about Skull and Bones almost the entire time. I kind of got sidetracked there for a little bit, but that is just fine. I do appreciate you all listening on. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any of those other podcasts. Wherever, you, wherever you're seeing this, I'm on all platforms for podcasts, and I do appreciate you listening. The outro will now play, and thank you for stopping by.